Hello and good whatever time of day it is where you live when you're listening to this doom doom bippers. I hope all is well in your world. Uh, things are going just fine here in sunny California. Still here, still just quarantining during coronavirus 2020. Um, and it sounds like they've got a possible medicine that um, they're going to you know, see how far they can reach that. Uh, something that might block the coronavirus if you catch it early enough. That's uh, remdesivir. And I know there was another one a couple weeks ago, but you gotta, you gotta keep hope, right? You hope somebody's working on this. Somebody smarter than us is out there working on a cure or at least a medicine that can help you manage it uh, while we're waiting for the vaccine. Because that's all I really want, right? That's all we need is just the medicine that'll kill it. Uh, you know, we do, the vaccine comes. That's great. We'll get that as long as it's not some weird, you know, Bill Gates injection with the with a little microchip like everybody's talking about. Uh, but if they give us the medicine, you know, give me the Z pack, whatever it takes to just kind of kill it, so I can move on with my life after a few days and not have to. You know, sit in my one-bedroom apartment with three kids who are getting more and more unruly and a wife who's getting lippy. And she is. She is. And the proof is in the pudding, you guys. And guarantee if there was pudding in this house, I'd have eaten it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, here's where the proof is. I took a run today. I, I laced up running shoes this morning. I don't think I've run outside of playing sports like football or basketball. I was in a couple leagues. Uh, that I enjoyed playing in and I get my exercise that way. I don't think I've actually like strapped on to just like, I'm going to go for a boring run. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to step one foot in front of the other in a reasonable quick pace uh, until I feel like I don't want to do that anymore, where like my lungs are exploding and I don't feel good. And my heart is like, hey man, what's going on, dude? <laughs> and that's what I did this morning. And do you know why? Because my beautiful bride called me fat she has jabbed me in the past for being a little pudgy oh, you looking a little soft there hoff but the other day she just goes well you're getting fat <laughs> i think i was <laughs> i was in the middle of making myself a um a uh a, what do you call it oh a s'more i was in my <laughs> in route to making a microwavable s'more uh, when she's like, why are you grabbing graham crackers? I was like, I, what, what do you want? And she goes, well, you're getting fat. And I was like, oh, 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 gloves are coming off. And it really doesn't affect me, you guys. But I, I, I see it now. I see it. She's, she spoke the truth. But I, here's the thing. I can never say that to her. I can, not, that, not that she's necessarily getting fat. And now I'm in trouble for saying necessarily. <laughs> I put a caveat in front of that. Not that she's getting fat, but like, there were times where you look and you say, well, you got a little bit of a tummy there, like, you know, and but you don't say that as a good husband. You just keep your yap shut and you hope it doesn't explode into like to a point where all of a sudden you're staring down the barrel of a of, a, <laughs> you know, you're you're disgusting because you're fat and your spouse is disgusting. And you're just like, oh, man, good thing we love each other because, my God, <laughs> I can barely look at you. Um you can never say that to a woman. You can never say that to a lady. Um, so you're just supposed to like kind of hope and 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 hopefully set your spouse up for success. So that's the hope. And that's she does help me with that. She does help me to eat a little bit. But I will say this 
Maybe I wouldn't be getting so pudgy if she hadn't made like 17 trays of Rice Krispie treats during this thing. I don't know what the hell. She she went to Target for one of our grocery runs and she comes home with five family-sized boxes of Rice Krispies and like six bags of marshmallows. And she, uh, the goodness of her own heart, she wanted to make treats for our friends in the area. You know, do something nice. Let's raise some spirits. But... Over the course of that, you know, she gives like six pieces, eight pieces to some family. And then, but she made a whole tray for that. Like, and now I'm staring down the barrel of multiple (laughs) trays of Rice Krispie treats that are just sitting here. And I stay up till like 2 a.m. You think I'm going to make a trip to the kitchen, look at the Rice Krispie treats sitting there and not eat seven or eight of them? No, Big Daddy doesn't have that kind of self-control. So she, she does cook healthy meals but it's her snack stuff that she gets that screws me over like i know i have no self-control when it comes to having it in the house that if it's you know what i don't have to buy it if i see it in the store i don't have to buy it as long as i go to the grocery store not starving i probably won't buy junk food if i go hungry all bets are off like sue me uh but um i can i i cannot buy it but if it's in the house guess what i'm gonna eat it and i look at it the same way i look at a dvr or a tivo or something i was like i look at it as a job okay well we got this much oh i don't want this junk food in the house i better eat it so so that i get it out of the house and i don't think that's the right way to look at it but that's the trick i pull on myself Uh, i've got several of those little brain tricks where my brain is too smart for my for my own head, like like when your uh, when your alarm goes off and you're like, you gotta listen, you gotta shower and you gotta shave and you gotta do this and this before you get out the door. But you gotta be at that meeting and you your alarm goes off. You're like, gotta get up because you gotta do all those things. You're like, nah, I could probably shower in seven seconds, so I can I can go ahead and hit the snooze button because I can I can shorten the shower. I don't listen shaving. Never really been a fan. So go ahead and hit the snooze. I don't need a fresh shave. And it doesn't really matter. I'll speed on my way to the meeting. Like it's okay. Hit the snooze again. You lie to yourself. You keep telling yourself these lies. No, I can do it. I can do it. I can. And then all of a sudden you wake up, you're supposed to be across town in six minutes and you're like, Oh no. Uh, <laughs> that's, those are the kind of lies I tell myself. I feel like they're harmless. Um, and, and I say that until I'm 400 pounds and uh, dying of a heart attack, and I'm late on the way to the emergency room. That's that's what I'll say. But anyway, that was a long way to say that I went for a run today, feeling pretty good about myself. And um, yeah, that's that. My uh, I don't have any dates to plug because I don't. I'm not sure if any dates will happen. I still have a date in Detroit in June that hasn't canceled yet, but I gotta gotta feel like that's probably gonna get canceled. But I will keep you guys posted on that. If you want to find a way to help me, help me spread this podcast, you guys. Send it to a friend, put it on your spouse's phone, and then make them write a review. Okay, that's what helps raise it up the charts so that more people just see it organically. And um, and also, I, I have links to all these things on my website, nickhoff.com. I've got merch up there. If you want a signed CD or you want a signed, uh, I've got a bunch of Remain Seated Tour uh, with me and Larry the Cable Guy's picture on it, um, and I'll sign those and ship them off to you. If you want one of those, go ahead and order that right there on my website, nickhoff.com. And then at the very top right, I've got all the links to like my Instagram, my Facebook, uh, Spotify. That's a big one. You just add me on Spotify, and that way you're an active listener. And guess what? Big Daddy. 
Daddy Gets Paid. If you listen on Spotify, Big Daddy Gets Paid. So do that. Tell everybody you know to do that. That's I mean, it's free for you. Spotify is free for you, so you might as well just do that. Just might as well add me on there. Just like click the follow on there. It helps me out. Helps me when you listen to this podcast and write a review. I really appreciate it. Go to my website. All the links are right there. It's super easy to find me on all those places. Just click the link and, and hit me up there. I really appreciate you guys listening. I think you're going to like this uh, podcast. Uh, I have my guest, Kira Sultanovich. She's very, very funny. Uh, she, for years, was a special correspondent on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. She's got her own Showtime special, and she did an Amazon stand-up special, and it's titled You Did This to Me. She's super funny. She was born in Russia. She didn't live there long, but she she references it a lot. One of those people is super funny. I think you're going to really enjoy this talk, and she's got some interesting insight on things that are happening right now in the way the human body responds. So... I hope you enjoy my conversation with Kira Soltanovich. Stay alive, you guys! Doom, doom, bap! Doom, bap! Doom, doom, This week on the Hoffcast is the very funny comedian, Kira Soltanovich. We're uh, talking over Skype. She is hiding in her bedroom right now, trying to stay away from the quarantine kiddos. Kira, how's it going? I have quarantined myself, not because I'm sick. I'm just <laughs> sick and tired. And so I'm just, uh, I'm hiding. I've been hiding in closets. I did uh, one podcast in a closet. I had to... Uh, <laughs> I've hit. I'm under, almost under my bed right now. Almost. You right. Can see, I can these, see these are, the very these bottom. These are my bed covers. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I hide in this corner, they can't see me through, like a, a sliding glass door. Isn't it funny? People in the Midwest that have more than two rooms in their home, like, are away from their kids, and their kids aren't constantly bothering them. Either that, or they're throwing something at the radio right now, going, "Hoff, it's just as bad here." Some. It's it's bad everywhere. If, and I just, but you know, the only thing is, I don't want to see celebrities complaining at all. Right, right, right. Because that is, uh, it's like we're sitting here starving, eating scraps out of a dumpster, and <laughs> we're saying like we're hungry and we need food, and a celebrity sitting at like a table, a huge like obnoxiously covered table but it's like all the same food and they're just like i'm so tired of filet mignon right when they're like, complaining to the maid <laughs> right and it's like yeah but you have filet mignon right, like, right yes i understand like you don't want any more but you have it yes and so uh yeah we i mean we have space that's the thing is we do have space so i can't complain about that um we have a backyard and the kids treat it like hot lava they, what do you mean? They're climbing they they the fence or what? No, they just won't go out there. They, you have a yard and they won't go? They won't go. Oh. I have to bribe them. I have to pay them. I tell <laughs> them, like, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you each a dollar if you just go in the backyard. Okay. Just yeah. like 20 minutes. That was my question because you have a nine-year-old and a four-year-old. And we're right. just figuring out, my oldest is six, but we're still kind of figuring out, like, what's a lot of money to this guy? What's a motivator? And I think yeah. we're still at a quarter. Like, a, he's still motivated by a quarter. That's awesome. Stay there as long as you can. <laughs> if I just perpetuate the lie that this quarter can buy almost anything in the world, he'll still make his bed. Yeah. 
I say stay with Quarter. I have a nine-year-old, so he has tipped off the four. She's four and a half. He's tipped off the four and a half-year-old. Okay. So uh, she knows better now. So it's a dollar for her. <laughs> That's terrible when the older one yeah. ruins it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do now? Do you do a tooth fairy? Um. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so our nine-year-old can be a little douchey. Okay. Uh, just a little. <laughs> and she hasn't lost any teeth yet, so she doesn't know anything about it. But I'm worried because he can be a little bit of a dick. And I feel like he will ruin it for her. Uh, he's sarcastic. So, like, this past Christmas, like, he's done, right? He's done with Santa. Right, and even though, over. Even though we do the fun stuff. And look, as a Jew, I want points for the stuff that I do. Right, right. You know, we, we take bites of cookie and leave, like, crumbs. And, you know, we have our non-dairy milk because we live in California. <laughs> and, uh, and we do all of that. And he's, like, he does this, like, big over-the-top wink. He goes, okay, mommy. Right, right. And it's like, dude, sit. Stop, stop. I can never do like a bank heist with you because you like <laughs> give away everything. Like, uh, you know, like if I, I was like, you know, I got a gun in my pocket, he'd be like, oh yeah, she has a gun guys. Okay. It's not her right. finger. And so <laughs> it's like, he gives everything away. So I don't know yet with her because she hasn't lost any teeth yet, but the right. quarantine is still young. Oh, yeah. We might be locked in until that kid comes out of high school. She might be menstruating <laughs> uh, when it's time to get out of here. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a hard one, right? Because my youngest is a girl. Like I had two boys and then a girl. And there's going to be all that feminine stuff that I just don't know. Dude, you have no idea how much glitter is in your future. And not the good one that you're used to, like from strip clubs. <laughs> this is the kind that haunts your dreams uh, it's so, and now they do like these like flippy shirts where it's like the sequins and the, it's like enough they're doing like flippy shoes and flippy bathing suits are you it's, talking about I'm the done. ones that have the things where you like the run sequins. your hand over yeah. it and then yeah. all of a sudden it's a different picture right right oh man yeah, yeah. that's I that's new that technology on, on my husband's face and uh you know with his beard and it's the same face same guy bummer real bummer <laughs> is your husband growing a quarantine beard or is it always a beard oh it's it's turned into like a hoodie really yeah See, i went well, the opposite I mean, I, way i just shaved my head when it shaved started. everything oh yeah. really oh yeah no i look like a set i'm a skookums right now I, I text you i was like do i have to be do we have to do this over Skype. I That's mean, a different I word though am... that you used. Skookums? You said skookums now, but what was the first one that you said? You no, said... skookums. It was skookums. It wasn't skookums. It wasn't. You said something skookums. different. You said uh oh yeah, you it's, did say skookums. Another, I read it differently. Word for for sketch sasquatch. Is that Yiddish or Russian? No, Yiddish. It's it's redneck. <laughs> redneck skookums? You don't watch those shows? I I mean, We're up what... here in the woods. It's three o'clock in the morning. We got a dead rat and a live bunny, <laughs> and we make a skookums call. They know what it is. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> That's... That's the skookums. You have <laughs> you mastered the skookums. What show <laughs> are you talking about? All those, all those shows with looking for Bigfoot. No, I haven't seen any of those. Oh my gosh, there's so many. There are so many where they they shake a stick with like you know some 
some like plasma on it and, and they're like this is what really attracts the female and there's nothing ever out there and are you just there's watching it for material or do you enjoy these programs I, you know, look, I'm not saying the earth is flat, but <laughs> you know, I don't believe in them. My, my husband will watch wacky shows like that, but I don't I don't like those shows. Well, yeah, he's bearded. I need every every episode can't be a, a dun dun dun. Sure, <laughs> like, sure. Either show us a skookums or you should be canceled. <laughs> I make fun of my dad because he'll sit there in his ever since retirement. I don't know what it is. He watches those court drama TV shows. Not mm. not the good ones like the L.A. Law or Law and Order, but like Judge Judy style. Oh, yeah. He's just watching yeah. rubbish every time he, I call. It's it's because he's planning to sue a neighbor for putting their garbage can on his property. Something is up. You, you don't just watch that. dollars Roger. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's going to take someone to small claims court. His neighbor actually has, they live in small town Nebraska. My dad and mom's neighbor actually has the COVID. The COVID? They got it. They're like one of like seven people in that town that have it. It's you got to right use condoms, door. guys. You got to use condoms. <laughs> I'm telling you, I you, tell people all the time. Do you know anybody that has it? Um, I knew... Uh, I know. I mean, uh -oh. no, no, he didn't pass. Oof, oof. <laughs> well, that <sounded> weird. <laughs> that was I know someone who has recovered from it. Um, it was actually a chiropractor here in LA. Okay. Who's like, uh, I mean, he's like a famous in the pregnancy world okay. because he's known for turning babies. Oh. When they are breech. Yeah. D did you have a breech baby that you had to have I did turned? not. I did not. But he and I became friends and he has like a podcast and he actually put on like, uh, you know, shows for pregnant women. So I know him through that. Like he would produce these shows and like okay. book, like I've done him, Lori Kilmartin, Elon Gold. So um, yeah, and he had it. And I'm, I'm not talking out of school because it was like on his Facebook page. So right. I feel like people are like ashamed. Like if they get it, they did something wrong. It's, it's a flu, guys. It's a flu. I know everyone's scared. I get it. But it, it's a flu. Like right, people right. are scared. They're ashamed to post or talk about it because like they did, like, I didn't use the extra, you know, gloves at Trader Joe's and I touched a banana. It's like, it's a flu. It's a flu. Well, it's we're a scarier all taking, flu. We're all taking risks, right? Like, you do something on a daily basis that you're like, well, I didn't quite wipe that down completely. Or I, you know, I, like, touched this handle and then I, oh, I rubbed this, whatever, schmuckums out of my eye. Right. Not supposed to do that. And so I imagine if you get it, you're probably running down all those scenarios in your head. Probably, but guess what? Uh, you know we lived, right, before March 12th, or when did this start? We, yeah, right. all, we all lived. We all, we all did it. The flu seasons are scary every year. Yes, I know that people can die from complications. Absolutely. But I, I am not, again, I know I just told you about um, those skookum shows, but I'm not like a conspiracy theory person at all. Right. But I'm just, I'm just trying to think like in a real world, like how long can we really keep this up? Like yeah. there's not going to ever be a completely 100% like guaranteed time where it's like, okay, coast is clear. It's safe. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not. So I, I'm just, 
you know, I'm just a little bit like confused why we're all shutting down every economy in the planet. At some point, you're going to have to push those kids out of the backyard and just watch them from the other side of the door, like just see what happens. At some point, I'm going to have to go to Nebraska, God forbid, (laughs) and maybe run into your dad's neighbor. See, just go over there. Don't use a condom. You can do it. That, that's, that's what... Actually, I like Nebraska. I have done a couple colleges there, and it's super, super cute. What colleges did you do? Oh, God, don't ask me. You don't know? Small town oh, or God. Omaha or Lincoln? Was... Uh, Omaha. Omaha, okay. So yeah, probably yeah, yeah. Creighton or UNO or something like that. Okay, again, you're asking me. I just said don't ask me. You know, I did I'm... colleges like in another lifetime ago. <laughs> like This was before kids. I couldn't even tell you what jokes I did. Okay. I truly don't remember that material at all. The last time I did a college, I just bombed out of control because all my stuff is about like wife and kids stuff. Right. Yeah. And you weren't doing like selfie jokes. No, no. And right. I tried to relate with them right off the top and it just didn't take. And I was like, OK, well, then yep. you're just getting the act, kids. Yep. that's it. Just let's muscle through this, guys. Have you had all your shows canceled? What are you looking at on the calendar? Um, yeah, so I was, uh, I, you know, Molly from Punchline. Uh-huh. So she's like, just want to let you know your May dates are canceled. And I was like, I was assuming so, but <laughs> still holding out, like maybe. Right. Um, so I, I, I do have everything canceled. I haven't, uh, I have like a couple big things that have not officially canceled yet. Okay. Because, uh, mostly all of May has canceled. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, but I, June, I still, no one has reached out yet about June. So. I've got a date on the books in June, and I'm looking at it going, no way. No way that mm-hmm. happens. Hey, I have August. I'm in Texas, so Texas is already opening, right? So, hey, I'm hoping my Texas dates yeah, stand. Yeah, I saw that new club in Oklahoma City is doing it uh, with, like, 30% capacity, which is going to be strange. My last show that I did... Which, and maybe for the rest of my life. <laughs> what uh, day was, was this? Do you remember the date? Comedy and, comedy and magic. Uh, what was the day of the, sh- like, was like it March? March 12th? Yeah, March... It, was a, it was the Wednesday before the official quarantine. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, so it would have been like Wednesday night. Yeah, 11th, 12th, something like that. Gotcha. Somewhere in that, that week of March. That Wednesday, it was Wednesday night. I was headlining Comedy and Magic. They had everybody already sitting six feet apart really yeah they didn't they didn't have um but what was interesting was we did you know comedy magic has that side room yeah so so they took the full sold out crowd and they actually made two shows okay so that's smart instead of making an 8 p.m and 10 p.m because that crowd is kind of a little older Uh they just did like they just split the crowd up and they sat you know they filled up two rooms at the same time right so i had to run and then run and it was crazy yeah, just like stagger it like a half hour apart or whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's smart because yeah, usually that club is just packed to the packed. gills. Yeah. And yeah. so they had that second room. That's cool, but that was before the official quarantine because yeah, I had a show that weekend and I even flew to Chicago and then landed there and then they're like it's canceled. And I was like okay, and I just turned around, and got right back on a plane to Los Angeles. Completely yeah. full flights, by the way. So that was nice. Oh, I was on only full flights. I was in New York that week. So whatever that Wednesday, again, I can't remember March, whatever. I was in New York just the day before. And I was at Comedy Cellar performing. I mean, it was like, I'm sure I have it. I'm sure I have it. Did you get sick at all? No. No, you didn't feel it. No. But again, 
if I may, <laughs> you I'm may. sure your audience is going to be like, this chick's a lunatic. She may not. You, you can have it. And you can kind of feel tired. I'm always tired, always, right? right? right. Kids, I always, I'm always tired. Uh, and you don't have to have like the full blown, you know, fever and coughing and all that. Right. You can have it, and then your body just gotta 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 gets it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> quickly, like attacks, and then it's over. But I'm, I'm sure I was in Washington State yeah. the day the first person uh, passed away. I was there with Tom Papa. Okay. And we were there. We were like, well, I'm sure we have it, <laughs> right? Like. Washington state was one of the first states, right? Yes. It went down hard. Yep. Um, I was in Washington state. I was in New York. I was like you, like all comics traveling all over. I'm sure I had it. I never felt like even a cold or a flu, but I'm a lunatic. And so I'm constantly taking a ton of zinc and vitamin C and B complex. And I'm like crazy like that. So I'm sure my body was like, we got this. Yeah. And the soldiers, you know, went in for the fight <laughs> are you one of those comics that after a show you meet everybody and then you sanitize immediately um yeah but i don't use sanitizer i wash my hands I wa yes yes I, yes I call it comedy hands, hands like i come home and yeah immediately yeah i go right away into the green room whatever like i shake everyone's hands i you know i, I finger a few people whatever you want to make fans happy <laughs> yes and then um is this a clean show by <laughs> and uh, not anymore and then i go into the green room and i wash my hands because sanitizer is like giving it gives you false hope it's like use it it's like a condom but that's a, a ziploc bag Right, right. You I don't, don't think believe. sanitize. I do, of course. Yes, we use it. My mom was in like a senior nursing facility, right? I recently moved her, but like, you know, you want to hand. Yes, I do the hand sanitizer. If you go visit someone in a hospital, sure. yeah, you do the pumps. Of course, I believe in it in that sense. But every single day, you're literally just stripping your natural, your body's natural way of, uh, you know, fighting anything. Yes. Okay. So then when a germ does hit your hand, your hand panics and runs away like a pussy. Your hand is a big pussy. Well, that, that, that's the kind of what's going to happen to all of us, isn't it? Yes. With this yes. extra cleaning, we're kind of going to go out and we're going to be this weak yep. little thing. Very vulnerable. Very vulnerable. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And we're all inside. <laughs> Which is like the worst thing to be. See, all these people on Instagram that are licking toilets, they maybe have it figured out. Well, maybe e that's not the plan. <laughs> but a little vitamin D, if you have sun where you live, is uh, probably better for you than just hand sanitizer and Purell every single minute of the day. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you... you I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'll, I'll, put that, I'll put that right up front. I just, please, asterisk. At the beginning of the episode, when I'm announcing Please. you, I'll say, by the way, she says a lot of things, but she is not an MD. No, no. This this chick that tells dick jokes, by the way, surprise, doesn't have a doctorate degree. So that, that chiropractor, you met him just through everyday life. You never saw him as a chiropractor when you were pregnant? I never went to him. Um, Did you have any amazing. baby issues, was... like with the, the turned baby? No, 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 no. Both of them? These... These kids, their heads uh, were, I could feel them when I walked, let's just say. <laughs> our last, they were low. Our last one was something I didn't even know was possible. Like you hear about the, you know, the regular pregnancy and then there's like sunny side up. I don't know what they right. call that. But our yeah, last yeah. one was face first where the like, uh -huh. it, and so they had to do C-section because like oh. when she went in, the first two were natural and the, sec the last yeah. one, they're like, uh, that's a nose. That's a nose that I'm feeling right there. 
And oh, they're like, okay. And they couldn't deliver. You can deliver it that way. They, they said, no, there's all kinds of complications. And then like instantly mm. we're Googling. We're sitting there in the, you know, in the hospital Googling like what happens face presentation baby. And like all these babies with their eyes like bulging and stuff. And you're like, okay, maybe we just go right. in and right. <laughs> they can cut all it right. out. Sure, sure. It's probably better. Which wasn't a but, bad thing. That- I mean, I have a friend who delivered uh, Frank Breach. Um, and that's Breach's first. leg. Like, right? Like, one leg at a time could be? Right, right. And sh- and they delivered the baby. Oh, man. Yeah, you can do it. But you got to be like a special crunchy to do that, so. A special what? Crunchy. Cr- the baby has a- to be crunchy or you no, got to be parents, granola? the parents, the doctors, the nurses, everyone involved have to be like a special kind of crunchy in order to do that. There's got to be a doula there and all that? Uh, yeah, you got to rub some crystals, whatever. It's up to you. <laughs> Everyone's different. I'm a, I'm a little bit. I'm not full crunch. You know, I'm not like Fox News crunch. How long have you but been I'm in, in California? Because it does rub off on you a little bit. Well, I I mean, basically my whole life. So we immigrated. I was two. Okay. Lived in uh, on the East Coast for two years. So when I was four, we moved to San Francisco where I grew up. So, But it's not a California thing. You got hippies in Oklahoma. There are hippies in the Midwest you for sure. You have hippies sure. everywhere. Nebraska, it doesn't matter. But everywhere. I would say the average person in California has a little more eh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Concentrated areas, of course. San Francisco, Los Angeles, you know. I would say anyone that eats kale is a little bit like growing up in Nebraska, I'd never even heard of kale until no, you, just you a few years ago. Up. Yeah, your catering people used it to dress up potato salad. Right, the thing that you would not touch, 100%. Like, ooh, that's the gross lettuce that's on the side of this beautiful dish. And And it is gross. And it is gross until you figure it out. And you make it. And you're like, oh, okay. Figured out in what way? You put butter all in it? and You can put, but sure, butter makes everything better. What, do you butter. have a kale secret? Because outside of a smoothie, I kind of like, I don't, whatever, it's just bad lettuce. Well, okay, so if you really want to talk recipes. No, I don't. I, <laughs> that's is, what this yes. whole show's about. I've just it, been I knew it. lulling I knew you it. into this false sense. It's we, all, Nick is all about grain-free breads. <laughs> uh, no, it's, yeah, you can, look, you can make anything good if you really want it. If you believe in it, you can make it work. So, yes, there are, you can have a, a delicious kale salad. It has to be drenched in olive oil, lemon, salt, and pepper. Drenched. I mean drenched. Right. And it'll be amazing. With okay. some cranberries and pine nuts. Come on, you've gone to Whole Foods. Not a chef. She's not a chef. I'm not but... a chef. I want to tell you guys, I'm not a skookums hunter. Please do not come to me. <laughs> don't don't at me with your skookums, you know, crazy conspiracy theories. Uh, I'm not a doctor. Don't t- try to test my knowledge. I, I barely graduated from San Diego State University, which is not a real college. Uh, it is. It is, it is now. But it was not when I went there. Um, so please don't at me. What's the craziest thing that you do believe? Like you keep saying, okay, not flat earther, don't believe in skookums. But what's the furthest thing out there that you're like i think that's probably true uh like what uh, you have anything where you drink the kool-aid i mean yeah 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 well you know i'm a little bit of a russian gypsy sure sure yeah you (laughs) can i'm doing like i'm trying to hypnotize nick with fingers right now with my fingers (laughs) um you know i'm a russian gypsy so i believe in some gypsy stuff sure give me an example of some gypsy things well, see, it's Russian gypsies. So you have to remember, you know, they're also nuts. Okay. 
So, um, yeah, if if there's some, can, can we swear uh, on this? Are, yes, you can. Are okay. there level-headed okay. gypsies? <laughs> you said so. The, Maybe. The, the Russian you know gypsies, so they're nuts. Why? Of course there could be level-headed gypsies. Absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, my parents raised me because the, the Soviets, I was, I was born in the Soviet you know, USSR, Soviet Russia, uh, very different than now Russia, right? Than hacking into your computer, Russia. Sure. So uh, if you got a, a, a cold, right? They gave you iodine, like no matter what. They just rubbed green iodine all over your body. Okay. I got the chicken pox iodine. and they just rubbed green iodine all over me. <laughs> so like stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like things like that, where it's like I have a tincture for things. Normal people want to just take a, a Tylenol. I don't, take Tylenol, I'll find like some gypsy tincture oh. that I give myself and my kids, right? Yeah, you're the yeah. person in the Whole Foods aisle that's getting yes. the, the... Oh my God, I can work there. I could work there. Really? And I love it. I love all that stuff. Yeah. Now, do oh. I take Advil? Absolutely. If I need to, if I've tried other things and they haven't worked, you better believe mommy's popping some Advils. You get I'll a headache. What do you take? Anally, first. whatever you need. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they need you to take it. I think Advil's done wonderful things. It's gotta... faster. It works faster. Everything anally works faster. You got um, a what am I what doing first? Yeah. Uh, if it's really, really bad, like okay. can't see straight, something's going on. First of all, always try water first, right? Okay. If it's really, really bad, I'm I'm doing Advil first. Sure. So there's no like I'm not gonna put myself through hell. Let's get to the cure. If it's like mild I drink some water, maybe have a tea that's really good for headaches, maybe throw back some, uh, some, what I call pellets. Pellets. <laughs> oh, geez. See? These are not crazy. These are sold at a lot of stores. With, so, name a store that sells it. Sprouts. Whole <laughs> okay. I even think Gelson, I don't know. These are LA stores. So I don't know. People around the world are listening. Right. Um, cause I know you have dozens of listeners around the world. Um, but uh, you know, they are, it's basically homeopathic. So there are some pellets that you can take that help headaches like quickly. And I, when I say quickly, I mean like, you know, half an hour. Like, and a pellet take is some something time. that you eat. No, you just let it dissolve under your tongue. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and how long are you willing to give this? Say it's a medium headache. Say like it's your everyday average headache. Yeah. How long are you going to give that before you're like, okay, screw this. I just don't want to feel it anymore. Advil. I give it. Yeah. I give it until the, I took the pellets. They're not working. Boom. Advil. And is this because you think Advil maybe isn't that great for you? It's not. I mean, it's not great for you, right? It okay. tears up the lining of your stomach. I mean, it's just, it's not the best thing for you. Sometimes it's necessary. Sure. Okay. Sure. I just like to do things, uh, you know, whenever, whenever I have like anything myself or my kids, I like to do things a little bit more naturally so that when you really do need the hardcore stuff, you haven't abused your body right. to the point where now it's like, oh, bully. you know, I know people that take antibiotics for everything. Sure. You they get can't. a sniffle. They're you like, can't. give me the Z pack. Yeah. 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 What are you doing? What are you doing? That's that's not okay for for a cold. You can't you can't do that. You can't do that. Right. You got to just have a cold sometimes. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I, I feel like that's what they do at urgent cares. I, I will I will give the caveat up front. Not a doctor, but I, I like this because uh, 
I, this is something that I was not raised with. Like I, like my mom would try things that I'm sure were of that ilk, you know, the homeopathic, like, let's get you some soup or something to make you feel better before I shove right. medicine. My mom was always against antibiotics, like unless it was absolutely necessary. When it's necessary, you take them. You but, got it, right? But yeah, I don't think we had pellets. Well, we have pellets. So here, so here's the thing. Uh, my grandmother, so let's say I have a cold, right? I'm all stuffed up, right? right. Uh, got a, a lot of mucus. Okay, all that. My grandmother would shove garlic up my nose. Shove it up my nose. <laughs> that sounds and she's worse like, than the cold. This, will, this it, it is. The only fun part of that was when I was done, when I was like, can I be done, can I be done now? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would let me shoot it across the room and try to make it into a into a garbage can that was the only positive <laughs> from that but uh yeah and guess what it worked it drew all that disgusting mucus down and it cleared my nose the garlic worked yes are you serious have you tried it in your adult life not in my adult life but i will tell you this i don't need to because i have pellets <laughs> and you know how I know the pellets work? The skookums told me so. See, I knew it. I knew it. But you, you looked out in the backyard, you saw skookums, it was just your husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Out there with a long yeah. beard. Oh, man. Okay. You know what they also call skookums in some countries or some places around the world? Stink ape. Stink ape. That makes more sense. Stink ape. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you think people, where, where do they call it stink ape? I mean, I'd have to Google that. Okay, well, you, but I know it, it is called stinking. You're ape. much more knowledgeable than I am on mm -hmm, the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Do you go back to Russia ever? <laughs> do you still have family there? I do, and I have been back. Are those your kids or mine? I just These are hear my kids. kids. Screaming. They're just okay, screaming okay. on the other side. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, um, um, it's like when you when they were babies and you smell like smell their butts. Is that my kid or you, like you have a play date with other kids? You smell their butts like who's I can who's, almost who's always tell this? who like I, I can tell like that one stinks because like my kids poop, but other sure. kids shit like I oh. can smell the difference. Oh, like it. other kids are disgusting. So wait, what was the question you were saying uh, about Russia? Like what's your oh, been experience oh, right, right. going back there? I did there? go back. Yeah. Yeah. I have been back. It's, of course, very different. Um, you know, there's a Hugo Boss uh, Red Square, you know, so um, it's a big difference. Yeah. Do you feel it's, at home there or do you feel nervous out of place? No, very nervous. Um, first of all, and I used to do a joke about this on stage. Uh, my Russian is the Russian that my parents were brought up with. Right. Sure. So when did we live there? Like the last time we lived there was late 70s. Yeah. OK, so our Russian is like disco Russian. <laughs> and it's like the Russian, I, I was like walking around Moscow, like what it is, Jive Turkey. You right. know what I mean? Like that's what I would sound like. That's what I would sound like. I'd be walk talking to people using like, you know, disc, like 70s terms, like give me some skin, Slim. That's and really my funny. dad at some point was like, you have to shut up and not speak. You're embarrassing me. So he knew that it was out of date, what you were talking about. Yes, only because my dad on YouTube still watches like contemporary Russian TV and shows and listens to, you know, radio. Like he's still like via YouTube and other channels has kind of kept up. So he knows that I and we all sound like Jive Turkeys. Was your first language Russian? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So you yeah. got the Jive Turkey Russian. Right. And then since then, though, since learning English being in San Francisco, you guys would speak English in the house or would they Russian. speak Russian? 
Russian, but I never learned contemporary Russian, right? So when was the last time that you like sat down and you learned Russian? Never, never a clock. Never a clock. No, but I mean, like, (laughs) you think you absorbed everything by six, but if you were in the house until you were 18, like, certainly you'd still have some, you'd maybe have some. No, my parents, no, they spoke the Russian that they were brought up with. Okay. Yeah, because YouTube didn't exist. Your dad wasn't getting the updates. No, no, this is just recent. This is just recent that I realized how silly I sound. And also I sound like a little kid because that was the Russian I was taught. So instead of like a fork, it's called a forky worky. Right. right. So that's what I, I sound like. I sound like a little kid. You know what I mean? Like instead of like saying like, oh, look, there's a truck. I go, there's a trucky wucky. Yeah. Are your parents still alive? Yeah. Do you talk to them in English or do you speak uh, with them in Russian? We kind of we kind of do like a back and forth. That's the thing that was always hard to me about foreign languages is I couldn't separate. Like, I, I would do half and half. I couldn't... Wait, what languages do you speak? Uh, nothing well. Uh, I mean, English, somewhat. Okay. Uh, I took Spanish in high school, four years of Spanish. I suck. And okay. I took uh, four semesters of German. My kids are really yelling now. Uh, four yeah. semesters of German in college. And so I'd be in German class, and German and Spanish sound nothing alike. But for whatever what? reason... They don't? In my head... Like, I couldn't get over the fact that, it's, oh, that's that word, and it's different than English, and so now I'm using it. And so I'd speak half in Spanish, half in German. Dude, that is the, wires were the crossed. most frightening and also delicious combination. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't. Because I love, I love everything. Are you frightened by the Spanish. Germans? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> what, what part of 1940s do you not remember? I wasn't around. Yeah, but you, there's books were around. Right. But they've okay. changed. Oh. Right? Germany's yeah. changed somewhat. I'm sure they have. <laughs> you know, they, they've upgraded <laughs> yeah. since the Forky Worky days. of Chernobyl has changed too, but it still lingers. Did you watch that documentary or that show? <laughs> yes. On... I, yes, I like did. like it? So good. Oh, see, but I can't were... watch those. Oh, really? It's Why weird. I, I am like such a happy person. And that's all I want. I like action is as sad as I'll get. I won't watch anything. My wife made me watch that. Uh, what's the new one on on Netflix that everybody's watching right now? It's not Tiger King, but it's the uh, uh, doggone it. It's uh, Waco. Oh, no, I'm not going to watch that, dude. Well, yeah. No. I'm not going to watch that. That's sad to me because there were kids involved. We so all no know it's going to be sad, but then they're just like imagining the sadness and putting it in front of your eyes. You're like, yeah, what? exactly. You don't that... know this is the way that, that kid didn't yell mommy, but now you're showing me. But you're assuming they probably did. And it's a good assumption and uh, terrible. No, I'm not going to watch that. No, no, no. I can't watch no. Chernobyl. I can't watch that. I don't like really sad things. And I get yeah. angry. It angers yeah. me when I see it. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I, I like. Yeah. No, it's weird. I, there are some things I won't watch. Um, but, you know, my husband, he just he watches everything that's sad and it drives me crazy. It's like, <laughs> who, who did I marry? You're soulless. Like, what do you? And he's like, it's just it's 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 on. It's like, no, I can't. I right. can't. Like there was even a Walking Dead where there were kids involved. And I was yes. like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Game of Thrones, but when that one guy burned <gasps> his own daughter, I was like, mm-mm, uh-uh. 
No, Game of Thrones was, there was, oh my God, it was awful. It was awful. It was good and bad. It was good and bad. It was good and bad. It was like German Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Germans are not bad. I was just, it's for the bit. We're huge. The bit. We're huge. I, I feel like there are a Germany. lot of asterisks, a lot of asterisks in this episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a German person hater. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an herbalist. <laughs> Please don't at me. <laughs> my fans are going to come at you, Kira. They're going to yeah. let you know. Uh, where's your husband from? L.A., born and raised. Los Isn't okay. that funny? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I have a theory about people born and raised in Los Angeles. They are the most normal people you will ever meet. Noble or normal? What would you say? Normal. Normal. They're not noble. No. Normal. <laughs> because everyone else comes here with stars in their eyes. Right, right. And L.A. people, they all grew up like, you know, I went to prom with uh, Shannon Doherty, big deal. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're like, so they're not, they don't have dreams about showbiz because they've been around it their entire lives. Right. You know what I mean? All of my husband's friends that I met that are from here, born and raised here, grew up here. Oops, sorry. There we go. Um, they, uh, they are so normal laid back. It's everyone that comes out from scratch your armpit, Arkansas. That's like, I was the prettiest girl in my town, <laughs> you know, and they're the ones that are all like crazy in LA. Yeah. It takes a certain amount of crazy to chase a dream, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you feel that way about yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. What am I doing? I could have studied harder. But here's Why the weird I... thing is you were one of the few ones who were succeeding. Like out of all the people that try to be comedians, <laughs> okay, you had, a a, you had a nice career going and now, and, and so seemingly you weren't wow. crazy until now, tense. all of us, right? We're, well, we all were comedians and we're not anymore. Like when no. was the last time you performed? It was like March 12th or something, March 11th. Well, you know, I, I don't consider Zoom shows real shows. Have you done a Zoom show? I have done some, many, oh, many. No. I've done a lot. I did a Zoom corporate. You did a Zoom. Oh. Get this. I did a Zoom corporate that paid me really well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've done a couple of Zoom shows where they're like, here's $15 on Venmo, right? Yep, Whatever. Yep. Fine. But I've done, um, I've done a couple of Zoom shows, actually, I'll be honest, that have paid me nicely, which is great, right? Yes. I did a corporate. And they, that was, it was, um, it was now, what are we, the end of April? So it was like two, two weeks ago, maybe a little bit more. Right. And they haven't paid me yet. And wow. so I reached out. I was like, hey, I'm just wondering if you're going to pay me for this show I did. And they were like, oh, everyone's out of the office. No one's working. Uh, well, who's <laughs> answering this email? Just direct so deposit like, it. Wow, that is the best bait and switch. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure eventually I will, but, and it's, you know, luckily I feel really grateful. I'm not working. I have not, you know, brought in anything except for some Zoom uh, pennies, right. but my husband is still working. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to, yeah. That's I'm great. Gonna freak out. So when you do these Zoom shows, the you see the audience looking back at you and you can hear their laugh? So some of the shows, they're all different, right? So like some of them are, hey, if you're a VIP, if you bought a VIP ticket, we will let you, we will unmute you and let you laugh and participate. <laughs> you can heckle. Well, that's the thing is like, they're not going to heckle, right? Because they don't want to get Muted. kicked out. Right. Right. No, they'll kick you out. They'll okay. kick you out. Yeah. So um, those people are laughing. And then I did one Zoom show where they let all the comedians keep their mics on so the comedians could laugh. They could laugh and chime in? Which is, no, just laugh. Well, chime in. If, if I, like I did a show with um, 
who did I do a show with? Oh my gosh. Where I, I, I mentioned their name and we kind of, you know, I mentioned them in a joke. Right. right I did right. a call back to something they said earlier gotcha. in, in the show. Um, and so, and then I did one where I think like only a few people, their mics were open. So, you know, it's, it's, it varies. It's too hectic and crazy when everyone has their mics open. Right, right, right. Um, but I, it, but you know, if you can just get like a few laughs, Something. then you know how to time it, and you can just kind of move on from there. But can I tell you my Zoom secret? Okay. Okay. Have you done a Zoom show? I've not done a Zoom show. I've avoided okay. them. Okay. If you choose to do one, or other comics that might be listening, or just anyone in general, um, when you are doing your set, say your joke. Uh-huh. And stop. And just let people laugh. Because if you just keep going, your the beginning of your next joke will be cut off by their laughter. Right. And then they won't hear anything. And then they won't laugh at the next joke. Yeah, because the way because Zoom the works is... Because the way it jumps is... around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's assuming you can hear their laughter. At least some. Some people. Or just assume... Assume laughs. That laughter is happening. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh, see, I've it's, avoided it's, it. I've seen yeah. a little bit like when people go live on Facebook, so it's not a Zoom one, but I've seen that and right. everything about it. I'm like, no, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. It's not for everyone. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully that's not the future of comedy. Uh, no, I hope not. And I don't know when things are going to reopen or when they're going to, I don't know if people are even going to want to go. That's the thing. Okay, can I tell you something again? I'm not a doctor. So here's the thing. <laughs> not um, a doctor. So you you know what fight or flight is, right? Yes. Okay, I'm going to try to remember the best I can from, uh, this was college biology. Okay. So this was 58 years ago. Sure. All right? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to try to remember the best I can. We have fight or flight, right? Yes. We have this from our caveman, cavewoman days when a saber-toothed tiger or whatever is chasing us. Our immune system... <laughs> With a saber-toothed tiger, it should just be called flight. Right. And that's what it is, right? It's flight. Yes. So let's say you are a cave person. <laughs> Here I am. Um, it almost sounds like a racial slur, but you're just... It's, you know, in our... In our uh, our previous uh, incarnations of what human beings were, right? They're schmookums. Right? Snookums. Snookums. Skookums. 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 So, okay. So, uh, we are in our Neanderthal days. Okay. Let's say you have a cold. Yeah. Right? Let's say your body is fighting something. And all of a sudden. Garlic. (laughs) Sorry. All of a sudden, an animal is chasing you. Yeah. Your body... The, the the troops that it has, right, that uh-huh. are going to fight, okay, um, this whatever cold or whatever's happening in your body at the time, those troops are going to turn around and they're not going to fight the cold and they're going to give you flight. Okay. Your immune system is going to choose to give you a ton of adrenaline yes. and a ton of like like power in your legs and the blood is going to pump into your arms and legs. So you can run, 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 run away from that woolly mammoth or whatever is chasing you. Right. Right, right, right. So in that moment, it's not going to fight whatever cold or if you have like a disease or anything in your body. Okay. It's going to put all of its energy towards getting you out of that dangerous situation. Now you're done. And now it's going to go back 
to fighting whatever's happening, right? Sure. Okay. So that means that if you are stressed, which by the way, a quarantine will do to a lot of people, mm-hmm. okay, different types of stress than running from an animal, but still stress, your body will not fight anything else that's going on. So let's say you have asymptomatic symptoms of a cold, a COVID, um, whatever it is. Now they're calling it SARS-CoV-2, whatever. They have a million names for it. Whatever it is, a virus, okay? But you're also stressed out because you're watching the news 24-7, everyone's screaming in the house, how am I going to pay for food? All the things, right? All the things that are happening. Am I going to have a job or career after this? Your body is going to fight that stress and, and help you cope with that stress. That's what your immune system is going to do, okay. right? Instead of maybe taking care of your other health issues that are going on at the same time. And please, if there's someone that's a doctor that can clear it up better, <laughs> I'm trying to remember as best I can. But I think I'm pretty accurate. So that's why I'm saying I have no idea why I even brought this up. But um, if you are stressed out, you're going to deal with the stress above and beyond anything else that you might be going through. Does that make any sense? You think why did I bring bo- this up? Can I, we roll back? I can't remember why it came up, but it's interesting <laughs> and I'm glad you did. You think that um, you think the average person's body would see stress as more of a threat than I don't a think cold. that. That's what they taught us at San Diego State, an accredited college, no matter what you say. You said, real... You're the one that said it wasn't accredited at the time that you went 58 years <laughs> it ago. Is, it is accredited. Um, this is what they taught us. Yes, it's not, I, it's not, this is not my opinion. Okay. This is just biology. Okay. So yeah. everybody's dealing with stress. See, I would have thought that people's, like everything you just said makes sense until I think that people deal with stress different ways. Like stress doesn't really hit me like it okay. does a lot of people that I know. Like a stressful situation might come up and I'm not stressed at all and other people are losing their minds. Right. So imagine those people that are losing their minds. So do you know why you get kind of butterflies in your stomach when something scary happens? Do you know why that's that actually that phenomenon happens? That's just adrenaline, right? It's the blood vessels squeezing so tight that you kind of feel almost nauseous, okay. right? Because you're sending blood to like your arms and legs to run. That's just from our caveman times. Right. It's, it's just it's just who we are, right? Even though we don't get chased by animals anymore or are in the same <laughs> dangers, we still have that, right? Biologically. So you get that knot in your stomach. It's because of blood vessels. Like, duh! Right. So you might not react to stress the same way. But I would if a saber-toothed tiger was coming at me. Right. Yes. Okay. Yep. Now, yep. some people are stuck in traffic. Well, not now. But some people are stuck in traffic, and it's just like, go! Right? It just like, it creates, it's a, just a different, it, their stress just goes through the roof. Right. Yeah. Um. It's interesting because you think, okay, so that that happens, those the constricting of blood vessels happens so that your performance increases, right? So you're good, you're able to send blood to your arms and legs to run. Because that used to happen and to me. to your heart to pump, to go, 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 go. When I first started doing comedy, I would have to poop at every place I went because I would feel those butterflies in my stomach. Whatever it was, that made me have to poop. I have taken right. a dump in every single open mic area around Los Angeles. Okay. Like, I remember having to duck it. But uh, that's weird that that would be something like, I feel like. That was your stress. A that's saber-toothed how, how you... tiger coming at me and all of a sudden I got to take a crap. 
you would have been done. If I didn't make it back to the cave hole. No, no, you would not have lasted. What scares you? (sighs) I mean, a lot. Okay. Of course, right? I mean, what do you mean? Like, in what sense? Like, Like, some people are afraid of heights. Some people are afraid of sharks. Like, what? Mm, 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 mm. Like, you obviously have no fear of performing in front of large groups. That's something a lot of people are scared of. Uh, no, no, that doesn't scare me. I mean, the only time I get like weird in, in performing is when the situation is just set up for failure. You know, you're performing on some podium mic mm-hmm. and the crowd is like 500 feet away at round tables and the lighting is bad and the sound is terrible. And you're like, oh, God, like that's the only time I don't get nervous. What do you do I in just, that situation when things aren't... I, aren't correct I, for a show do you take charge do you try and change I do. it yeah i do and i tell people that don't want to listen to me mm-hmm. i tell them i have been doing this for 20 years you have to listen to me right now in this moment i'm going to make it better for right, you right. you booked comedy if this doesn't go well whether they're nice to your face or not they will look at you <laughs> Karen. It's always a Karen, right? That's they will right. look at you, Susan, and they'll be like, oh, we let Susan do the, you know, the <laughs> fundraiser last year. Look what happened. So I'm I'm going to make you look good. That's what I tell them. Right. I'm going to make you look good. Well, that's a good way and of they, putting it. And then they go, oh, oh okay, well, I want to look good, you know, because they have a boss. It's never the CEO that puts together the thing, right? No, no. Right? It's always like some person that's like freaked out and never done it before. So I tell them, I'm going to look before we start, here's what we're going to do. And I've done all different variations of fixing rooms. I've told people we have to move all the chair. I've done it myself. I've moved chairs forward. Sure. I have gone off of the, the whatever little stage they created and just walked and stood right in front of the crowd. I have, if, if the sound is crappy, I have used no sound. I mean, I just... You go in and it's it's like I don't know how to describe it. It's like it's like any kind of professional that goes in and tries to fix a situation because they can look and go boom 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 boom, and you go in and you tweak and you like a surgeon. Surgeon opens you up because you have a whatever problem. Right. Then they also see something else and they go, well, you know what? I got to act on this. Yeah. Right. That happens a lot. You know what I mean? Or like a doctor, the baby's coming out, you know, nose first. They're like, okay, now we're going to go in and do that. Like you have to just sometimes work fast. Sometimes it is the show, right? Like it's literally the show's happening in five minutes. Right. Maybe you don't have time to turn around an entire room. That's but, a good way um, of putting it though to somebody that who find whoever's in charge and say, hey, that's, you know, to make you look good. Because if you don't put it in those terms, a lot of people might look at you like, oh, this is a diva. Oh, this person needs. Right. And that's why right. I'm always afraid to speak. Like I, I will make suggestions, but I do it in like the lightest way. Like, I wonder what it would look like if the lights were off, like that type of thing. Yeah. Sometimes the lights are on. Like, what is this? A refrigerator? Are we doing a show inside of a Samsung? What are you doing? Um, yeah. Okay. But you're a sweetheart and you're from Nebraska and mm-hmm. you know, it's not your fault. You're just a, a sweet little apple cheeked Nick. I am, you know, I have a mustache. I'm aggressive. Um, I, I'm a Russian gypsy, so I, I do a little. <laughs> right, those fingers zap. at the person; they don't know what happened. All of a sudden, their exactly. wallet's missing. I zap them in their face. Uh, I, I throw some like iodine dust, um, and uh, 
It's the second and I, time I, I go in a little up. bit with a little bit of more, you know, sass. Right, right. But I tell people that I go, it will be impossible. And once you say that, they go, oh, my God, are you not going to do the show? Of course, I'm still going to do the show. <laughs> but I just tell them, I go, it will be impossible to do it like this. And right. then they freak out. What's the coolest show you've ever done? Well, there was that one Zoom show. See? And no. you've almost gotten paid for that. No, no, no. Um, what's the coolest show? I mean, I've been lucky. I have been lucky. I have done a lot. But, you know, honestly, it, it still might be the sold out 8 p.m. Saturday at a comedy club with low ceilings. Yeah. And... Uh, just a killer a killer room that you know i've done shows in front of thousands and thousands of people i've done it okay it's great they're great you know sometimes those are in a theater i prefer i prefer the audience right up against me everyone's squished together just sharing that covid right everyone's getting (laughs) all coronavirus up in the room remember those days when we all sit next to each other and uh that makes me most that's like I'm, I'm sad about that, but, um, just a, a good old fashioned comedy club with amazing sound and lighting and no, no checks have been dropped. Mm-hmm. Just those shows. Those are my favorites. What's your favorite club in the country? Oh, I can't say that. Can't well, say actually, it. Can you, them, can you give me a top three? Some of or... them have closed down. So, um, <laughs> ha- have some oh. died. I haven't heard I of so, any yeah. dying. Like they haven't announced it. They haven't announced it. Yeah. But I'm sure. I'm sure there are some that will not be able to return. Sure. You know, I, I like, okay, I'll just say this. One of my favorite rooms is right down here. It was in Irvine, the old Irvine improv. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was something magical about that room. It goes out like a big Y. It was, it was, the ceilings weren't super low, but the seating was perfect. Now the new Irvine is just massive. It's a big square. You're performing at people's, like your feet are where their heads are. Yeah. It's just, it's not the same. Um, the old Ann Arbor room, the old one, the, the new one's good too. Ann Arbor Comedy but, Showcase? Yeah, that, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, was fantastic. Oh, it was so, like the carpets were gross and <laughs> it, was, it was just like amazing. Low, low ceilings. Everyone's squished and seated all close together it was awesome i mean there's there's a lot of a lot of good ones yeah two of the ones that i did this year that i had never done before that i just loved uh comedy works and then those clubs in salt lake comedy works is fantastic i forgot comedy works yeah so much better yeah 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 the comedy works in downtown doesn't even have low ceilings it's still good well and they were making people put their phones in pouches yes at the time yes Big difference. Yeah. That was for huge. Sure. Yeah. I hope yeah. some of these yeah. clubs make it because, um, yeah, I'm worried what's going to happen when we can all get back together, but pe- are people going to want to? I truly don't know what's going to happen. It's really, it's, you know what? We're just going to have to see who can speculate. I hope one day it's not going to be in the near future, maybe in a few years from now. That people will feel comfortable or do mm-hmm. you, that things will be lifted yeah. to the point where you can legally? I mean, they have to be lifted before then. We will all, I will revolt in the streets. I will protest. <laughs> and I'm not a protester. I don't go to the pink hat marches. Another caveat. I don't do it. I'm not that person that's like, you know, these people that have been protesting recently, that's not me at all. But if imagine if two years they don't let you just go back to some sort of 
it's never going to go back to normal. So right. there is no normal anymore. But I mean, they can't they can't do that. Come on. Okay, I have three questions left. Um, okay. Do you when you write a joke, uh, do you ever consider? Like beyond, is this funny? Do you ever consider how an audience is going to take it? Like, will they be offended? Are they going to like misconstrue this? Do you ever think of anything beyond, is this funny? Um, I do, but I still give the joke a chance. So I'll still try it. And then if it doesn't work and I go, "Eh, I think it's because they're kind of, maybe they're offended or whatever, then it's, it's out. It's not, there's no point. Me personally, I know a lot of comics are like, it's, it's, this is my comedy. If you're offended, that's your problem. Right. I am hired to entertain you. Why are comics, and again, fine, this is their choice, but why do they go into situations like, fuck you if you don't like it. You don't get comedy. Right. No, that's not how it works. You are an entertainer, and it can't just be about you and your ego. So I do take the audience into consideration. But if I can tweak it, if I like, so I had a joke and I haven't done it on any Zoom shows because it just doesn't make sense. But it was about how the neighborhood kids were constantly coming to our house. And I don't want them here because right. <laughs> I don't want like, it's like, what's for snack? And I'm like, what's your name? Like, I don't know you. Like they're <laughs> in my house and they're messing stuff up. And, you know, kids always like a fort in every room. And it's like, get out get out of my house. Right. right. right? So, uh, what I did was I registered as a sex offender. (laughs) So now they can't come over anymore, which is amazing. (laughs) Right. So at first I was like, uh Oh, people are going to be upset. But when I do it, when I preface it with all the stuff, like with all the, like, I don't want to clean up after you kid. Like, who are you kids? Right? right. Like random neighborhood kids. I don't even know you. And they make a mess and they're, they're not treating my stuff nicely and they jack up everything. Now I've, I've set up like, and anyone that has kids understands like exactly. Yeah. Kids are messy. Right. Then it's, it's not as like harsh. Is that one of those jokes that when you do it live, it gets an O sometimes. Never, never, not once. Do you have any jokes but like that? I think, um, I don't, not really. That's I don't not like really, an I don't, O. I don't get an O because I don't like an O. Exactly. I don't want that. And if I get one, that joke's out. Yeah. It's out. Yeah. You got to figure out how to rehash because then something in my mind, when I get an O, something's misunderstood. That's not the reaction I was right. intending. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like having sex and someone goes, ouch. I hope you stop. <laughs> I hope you're stopping. I mean, unless it's like agreed upon, but. Normally that move is worked. Yeah. I don't want to hear ouch. I want to hear, oh, (laughs) you know what I mean? Or like, well, hello. I don't mind a well, hello. I'll take that. (laughs) But I don't want to hear ouch or you're offending me. Right. right. This is what I tell comics all the time. New comics, new ones, obviously not anyone that's been doing this or even audience members. Comedy is like sex. It is. You, I want to bring you pleasure. Sure. And if I'm not, then we should just not, we shouldn't do this again. <laughs> it's, we do it in the dark. I, I, I got to get some alcohol in you, you know, yep, kind yep. of get you ready. Um, the, you know, I'm on, I'm on top, I'm on stage trying to put my joke inside of you. I'm sweating. This is work. You know, I want to make sure you're enjoying this. And if you're going, ah, uh, then I don't, that's why I tell people don't pick up your phone during a show. That is so disrespectful. That's like picking up your phone during sex. Like, I wonder if there's something better going on. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pick it up your, your wife. Loves. Imagine your wife while you guys are trying to make your fourth child. Oof. And, uh, you know, you're working hard, right? And she just like scrolling. <laughs> Wouldn't that hurt your feelings? Yeah. And after I finished, I'd probably have to talk to her about that. After you, <laughs> son of a gun. Okay. What's, uh, if you could give anybody one piece of advice, either general to everyone or like one person in particular, what would it be? Iodine. Iodine for everything. <laughs> Sprinkle the iodine. No, take sprink- it from the Russian gypsy. Um, you know what? In these in these times, in these crazy, hectic, scary times, take care. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Do not live in fear that you know, woolly mammoth is going to get you if you live in fear. Don't live in fear. Take care of yourself. Sweat. That's so important. Um, be kind to yourself. Take vitamins. Take your vitamins. People that don't believe in vitamins are so frightening to me. Take your like, pellets. Take your pellets. Like people are like, oh, vitamins, like that's going to cure this. Do you tell your kids to eat veggies? Just curious. Nick, yes. do you tell your kids? Why? Why do you tell them? Because they have vitamins inside of them. Okay. So also take the other vitamins, take vitamins, take care of yourselves, take care of your body, do some deep breathing. Even if you don't believe, even if you live in scratch your armpit, Nebraska, no offense, (laughs) you can believe in some, you know, alternative stuff. You can take some deep breaths, do a yoga pose, take care, be kind. That's all. Namaste. There you go. (laughs) Namaste. I I have a- Skookum's dust. Okay, I have one more question for you, but before that, okay. this just—I got scared a little bit. Can I say gypsy? Of course. It's not an offensive term. In any... I mean, I'm not offended. I'll but... let you say the G word. <laughs> okay, even with a hard E at the end. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so angel comes down from heaven, comes okay. to you alone, and says, "Kira, you're the only one that knows this. Six months from now, the world's over. How do you react, and do you live your life differently?" I'd probably say, whew, I don't have to lose this last 15 pounds. <laughs> all of a sudden, weight loss. <laughs> all of a sudden, all that advice you just gave. Don't need, no need to take care. Hey, I didn't say anything about weight loss. I said take your vitamins. Right. But wouldn't you that go out the chubby. window, too? Like if six months from now is, oh, is the end? Like are you really um, popping your Flintstones? Do I live my life differently? I mean, <sighs> sure. Sure. Why not? Pre-qu- but then what if that angel was like the first day of being an angel and they <laughs> they messed up the, and they were like did i say six months the, oh my gosh embarrassing the calendar Awkward. up here is way different yeah no i meant six trillion months um so you'd be skeptical yeah. i mean why Not, me right why did why did the angel choose me sure right when there are really good people out there, like, you know, Ari Shafir. Why me? Uh, someone taken. is knocking on my door. Yeah. Let me go get that person. Dude. It's probably my husband because it's a very polite knock. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, hold on. I'm wrapping up whoever was knocking. <laughs> okay, they went away. Uh, but yeah, I should wrap up. So yeah, you'd be you'd be wondering why you, but you, you're not sure if you'd live differently. Would you tell your husband? Oh, it was a little person knock. It was this little person. Hi. Uh, no, I wouldn't tell anybody because I already say crazy stuff as it is. So I probably wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a doomsdayer, but <laughs> the world's coming to an Yeah, see, because then people would be like, yeah, she's a nut. You've heard about her, her, awesome. uh, her pellets. 
Awesome. Well, Kira, thank you for taking the time to sit down with me. It's so nice to see your punum. Where can everybody find you? Uh, Kira Comedy. That's my website with no dates coming up. Uh, And uh, Kira Comedy on Instagram, Twitter. You know, you can find me, K-I-R-A. And you've got a special on Amazon, Showtime special. I have a Showtime special called Here Comes Trouble, Trouble, Amazon special called You Did This to Me. Go to SiriusXM. I don't know when this is coming out. Uh, it might but, be tomorrow. Uh, okay, great. Go to SiriusXM and find the uh, She's So Funny channel and uh, listen to some lady comics because they are <laughs> they are doing it as a... No, sweetheart, that's my laptop, babes. Please. No, thank you. Um, sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. Kara, thank you. Take care uh, anyways, of those kids. you can find me. All right. Thank you so much. Say bye. Say bye, Nick. Bye. Oh, you want to see it in, in the ear? Yeah, you want to hear? Ear, Hi. In the pods? How's it going? Hi. Can you say, can you say, doom, doom, bip? Doom, doom, bip. I love it. Right. Thank you so much. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.